Good evening, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the Class vs. Crass Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, TJ. Joining me, as always, we've got the Dynamite Giraffe to my left. We've got RGT85 watching some, I guess, the Knicks game. Yes. I'm glad you have it on your hat. It really helps. And uh, we have Treyon here um, to uh, to compliment the crew. He's the l- latest member of the CVC crew. I can't Behind go. The scenes. I can't go. I was trying to go into DK rap, but I couldn't go beyond one just like that. So Ooh, uh, that would be scary. <laughs> uh, actually, in my first year at Nintendo Enthusiast with Sean, I wrote an entire DK rap parody. I remember that. <laughs> and we never got around to singing it. I it wonder little, why. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can still find this thing. I doubt it still exists. I, I think sure I deleted it. you could get a hold of Greg Kirkhope. He'd help you do it. <laughs> no, it was really bad. Um, oh, my God. I think it's here. I have it. I have it saved. If you want to sing it. Uh, no, you sing it. It's your. It's I'm your not baby. singing it, but I've got the lyrics. It was it was when Nintendo enthusiasts hit 1,000 subs, and it was the 1K rap, and it highlighted uh, Sean, myself, the Nintendo enthusiast radio crew, Dakota. Remember Dakota, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think oh, Eli yeah. was in here. Maybe there was Omar. I remember Omar. So, so let's see what your your thing was, because we each had like okay. Uh, for you it was he has no style, he has no grace. This guy's got a funny face. The King of Crass, our own Sean Long, dances to the Super Mario Brothers rap song. Hosts look back and the weekend review. You'll laugh so hard you'll be turning blue. Huh? Wonder One why? Case. Wonder why we didn't use it. <laughs> so good. Just waiting for you on the bestseller list. <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh my god. <laughs> the ending. To, to, to trailers, previews, weekly news, bikini babes, podcasts, and funds for we use. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> Sean always brought half-naked um, girls on his show to drive viewership. It was kind of funny. I'd do something. See, you were ahead of the time. You were trying to make the hot tub trend trend before <laughs> it was a thing. I know. Uh, I deserve credit yeah. and money. Yeah, you. apparently meters will. Uh, he specifically said that he would pay to see a uh, hot tub uh, stream from RGT well, on the last video. <laughs> maybe that could be a one v one Patreon reward. The thing <laughs> is, I would I wouldn't want to because they're not hot tub or bats. They're they're just little fucking kiddie pools. <laughs> if I'm gonna do it, like it's gonna be a hot tub that I install at my house when I buy a house. I like, think it would yeah. be funnier if it was in front of your arcades, a kiddie pool with like noodles, and you got like like the pool noodles. And you got like these like Hollywood glasses. Don't splash around so much. <laughs> no, it's you can't get in a kiddie pool and just like slowly sit down. And a rubber and a rubber ducky. Do. God, this has gone off the rails. It has. This is a gaming podcast. Uh, it's one hour. We go over what we've been playing for the past week. Uh, then we recap all the headlines and news, focusing heavily on the trickle of Zelda news coming out for the Zelda anniversary. And so far, it's pretty stinky. Uh, then we're going to be covering a bunch of headlines you might have missed over the past week. Then we take the lightning round. That's where you toss topics, questions, anything we might have missed that you want to talk about. And we call that a show. Toss topics. Toss topics. But first of it, first first of all, I have to show off my latest my latest pins from the My Nintendo. Mine are uh, on the way in right now. Ooh, oh, they're nice. so pretty. These I are the that and the Pokemon Snap bags. Oh, nice. These are the good ones. So Nintendo was doing the bad pins, which were like, it was like a shitty backing. I don't know what. And it's like a piece of paper that they slide in with like plastic over it. Okay. That's the most garbage So pins. those are actual metal, like the, solid the, metal? The whole thing's metal. Like it was Excellent. like wet metal and then a press made the thing and solid. Yeah. What was, Some what of the rewards they... are poop, so. Yeah. What were they giving out for? Uh, what was the mission? The, you the just, coins, the platinum coins that you collect. Uh, you just have to buy... You have to buy it with 800 coins. That's all. Oh, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, very If real. you want a quick way to get it, the Fire Emblem game, if you the mobile one, if you link that up, it's got an autoplay feature in it. You just let the game play itself, and it'll just give you coins for each one of the missions that you do. There's a lot of coins you can get just by going to the websites and finding hidden things. That's how I got my remaining coins. Yeah. 
the Fire Emblem, I did like half the game and let it play itself, and I got like 3,000 coins from that. You know, I just remembered Sean said he's in halftime. We have his attention. So let's ask him, what have you been playing before the game restarts? You're muted. Not really. I I got my retro tink in uh, the 5X. I've been playing a lot of older shit because it looks great on your what? Your retro tink? Yeah, the retro tink 5X. Um, so I was playing a lot of like Saturn and N64 shit on the LG because it actually looks good Ooh, on Saturn there. Saturn would be real nice. Yeah, it is. It looks it looks so freaking good. Um, I wasn't here last week. Did I play anything last week? Like nothing's really sticking out to me. What came out? Pokemon something. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about that though. That yeah. came out like almost a month ago. What has been coming out lately? Oh, Resident. So really, you played that already though. Yeah, you're I already got yeah. the review for that one. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't think any so yeah. what came out in May. The, there was there was really it was really kind of a quiet month. So. Mass Effect? Mass Effect, everyone's playing. Eh, eh. Eh. <laughs> I mean I don't hate Mass Effect games. I, I liked three. I was the only person on earth that liked three. But one and two, like my housemate at the time played them and like I would just sit on the couch and watch them. Mm. So it's like I played it essentially, so it's like eh. What about Returnal? I have no interest in that game. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm tired of roguelike bullshit. It looks hard for the sake of being hard. And no, that's not fun to me. You know? Yeah, I hate that too. You make one little hiccup and then your whole, you're fucked completely. That's fun. Yeah, that's not to me. It's like Castlevania 3. It's like Castlevania 3. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> it's pr- that's how I felt playing that game. I mean, but that's different, I feel. They didn't know better? That's old school hard. Yeah, it's old school hard. This is hard to be just for the sake of being hard. Fine, Bloodstained yeah. Curse of the Moon 2. I didn't find it to be super hard. <laughs> I don't know. I know I this is know. like a whole debate that's going to start. <laughs> we, we've had it before. I don't know how. I know. We have. Yeah. Because you're wrong. It wasn't... Because I'm wrong. It's hard. Because it of... is known as being a hard it, game. It's a challenging game. Trayon loves things? Castlevania more than you do, and he hates Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, too. There's a difference yes. between challenging and hard. But I also don't like Castlevania 3 that much, either. Oh, there we go. Same. 2 verse yeah. 1. Greg, but do yeah. you like Castlevania? Mm, I mean, I haven't really jumped into the series i've played some games here and there but i mean i just see it as a staple mm. speaking of greg what have you been playing Ooh. uh the huge uh i did play anybody play uh knockout city no no i saw brett's video on it though it didn't look terrible but it's yeah. not something i would want to play after like five matches yeah i i i actually played it with brett and um and a couple of matches by myself, but I don't know. It's, it, it, it just seems like the kind of game that's going to be like, I mean, luckily we're able to find matches. I wouldn't say it's hot, but. Well, wasn't it, like, isn't it free for like a week or two and then you got to pay for it or something? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I know I, there's that EA game stamp pass or whatever. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It just, it's, it doesn't really have much to it. I mean, I feel like they, they've could have tweaked, you know, quite a few things. I mean, you have a, a decent move set. You can roll, um, you can grab the ball with the left trigger. Uh, you can dive and melee kind of, uh, you can double jump and, and float with like a paraglider, but like, I don't know. It just, it's weird. Like a lot of the ledges in the game, you can't jump or double jump to get up to. So you have to like find these little bounce pads and I don't know. It's like, one of those games where I was unsure whether or not I was having fun. If you're and unsure, to, you're probably not having fun. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's free until May 30th. Mm. That's and not... then it's, I guess, 20 bucks. Ah, the day oh, before Memorial Day. <laughs> so you're going to play the, you're going to play the game for a week. You're going to get everything you want out of it. And they're gonna be like, Hey, 20 bucks. You're like, no, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I, like I don't even think it's decision. worth it. I don't even think it's worth 20 bucks, to the, be honest. The feeling you describe, Greg, is what every Star Wars fan described when they went to see The Phantom <laughs> Menace the first time. And they're like, I like this. 
I think. Let me watch it again, just to be sure. Yeah. That one degraded for me as I watched it. So from the time I was like, no, this is bad. I was like for it. I watched it and I was like, why don't I like this as much as the other ones? But it's Star Wars. I must love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I liked episode two and three, though. Like Progressively, they got better. But one was rough. Um, anything else, Greg? Actually, a question for you. Uh, what do you think of EA that? games on Game Pass? Because d- does it make it you go through the EA launcher to log into? No. Uh, oh, you, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking Xbox. Go ahead. Not not for Knockout City, but I'm not sure, actually. Knockout City is a free trial. Mm. So no matter what you download it on, it's free. So oh. you don't have to, you would download it just like you download a normal game. Okay, because I was Ooh, half times over. See ya. So I was playing Unravel. Where's two, Elf uh, out there? This is what we have to live <laughs> with. So I was playing Unravel Two, which is by EA. Got it through Game Pass, and then I had to like download a new launcher, and it wasn't like understanding what it was doing, and it was just confused mm. the whole time. Um, it wasn't optimal. It was my worst Game Pass experience so far. It's weird. Like I, I feel like I haven't played a good. EA stamped game in a long time. Like, I, I, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Paradise. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good one. But I mean, other than that, like, I have no idea where their Battlefield series is at. I know there's a bunch of leaked images and stuff, and you know they just flat out keep getting beat by Call of Duty just because of Call of Duty's, you know, competitive aspect to it and their you know, the CWL and, and, you know, not only that, they just hit the scene first with the battle Royale and, and everything like that. But yeah, I just like look back through my catalog of games and like, when was the last time I played a good EA game? Never. 20 20 (laughs) years. How about you, Tran? Why have you been playing? Um, just back into the old grind again uh hyrule warriors age of calamity i'm doing the korok thing about halfway through that right now i i did get the unlocks that you said that showed like the treasure chest on the screen oh nice so i'm chipping away at that and uh <laughs> I'm my son has got me he's got me with the kirby fever like he got into kirby's epic yarn on the wii yeah and i in turn like pulled out all the kirby's and i just recently got planet Robobot for the 3DS. Yeah, that's I'm already up to like, yeah, I'm up to like World Four, and I'm absolutely loving it. I mean, I just started a couple days ago, but that's literally like the biggest thing that I'm playing right now. Just every time I go to put it down, I pop it back up, and I'm just, it's really addicting. Yeah, that's the one Kirby game I think I just about 100. I don't think I I managed to fight like the final final bonus extra boss. I died on, yeah, but otherwise, it's good stuff. I mean, I. I'm hope honestly they should just take triple deluxe and that make an HD collection. Oh my god, that the, would be amazing yeah, on the Switch. It would make so much money. But would they sell it at sixty bucks? Yes. Would they if want they put, to sell it at sixty bucks? If they put both of them together, I would say it's warranted. I would too, but Nintendo yeah. probably wouldn't. They probably want to milk it. Yeah, they try and break it apart. You can even put Epic like if you really want to go hard, you put Epic Yarn. Those uh, don't two. get me started uh-huh. on that. Do you know how much it pisses me off that the Switch was out and for extra epic yarn, they put it on the 3DS instead of the Switch? Like, seeing those visuals on the Wii right now, yeah. like, how beautiful that would look on the Switch in full 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much Kirby that they could bring to the Switch, which kind of makes me wonder why they haven't done more with Kirby. I would like to hope that we would get another collection like we did on the Wii, which is one of the few anniversary collections from Nintendo that was actually good. Oh. I would love for them to do another one of those. Oh, and the and Return to Dreamland was one that was like a late Wii title yep. that kind of got buried in history. Yep. Like, I'd be happy with Return to Dreamland and those two 3DS titles. Just throw them on a cart and put it out as the next anniversary. And I'm like cool i'm on board i would pay full price for that yes i would too uh sorry i was i think i interrupted you anything else you've been playing uh, i think that's about it right now i mean there's other things that i kind of dip my toes in but those are the two big things because my son is like real big into the curvy now so toes. i'm trying to support that <laughs> do you like toes greg yeah <laughs> i forgot about that 20th 
uh, anniversary collection for the. Oh, for he's Kirby. going on a hunt. Yeah, it's a dynamite collection. Like, and I, I remember Return to Dreamland kept getting hiked up in price. Right now, it's even on Amazon. There's uh, listings for sixty six bucks. I don't think I even. Oh, this collection. Yeah, I've never actually like seen this physically. It's got oh god, um, it's got an art book with it. It's got a soundtrack CD with it, what? and it's got six games on there. Plus, it had uh, some bonus like levels from Return the Dreamland on it. Hmm. It put like three episodes of the Kirby anime on there. Like Jeez. it was loaded with good stuff. Now I gotta buy it. Cause... There's so many things on the Wii that could come back like properly. Skyward Sword is not one of those. Um, but yeah. oh, you, you're getting a little bit of a jump start on that for today. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should I should share what I've been playing. Uh, Hearthstone finally made it to platinum rank, and now I'm just getting destroyed. Whoever says that game is is luck, I can assure you it is not, because I'm playing the same way I've been playing to get to platinum, and now I keep losing, and I'm like, how am I losing? If it's uh, if it's the same deck. Uh, like I use the same meta deck as as well, what the meta is. Um, so yeah, I'm playing that. Played a bit of Witcher Three. It really slows down after the Red Baron quest. Like I'm in the city and it's just like, okay, let's go, let's go. Like it can't keep my attention very long. Um, and then of course the Monster Hunter stuff. Uh, yeah, but I don't think I've done more. No, that's it. So, speaking of shitty Wii games, uh, Zelda, <laughs> the Zelda anniversary. Okay, it is not a shitty game. Okay, let's get that out. It is right not. Now. It is not a shitty game. I was exaggerating for the sake of capturing the attention. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Skyward Sword the first time I played it. I, I played it at a time when everyone was praising it, only to realize soon after everybody started hating on it. I was like, "What's going on here?" I had a lot of yeah. fun with it. Um, what I don't think is great is you know mario's anniversary was kind of like eh, what are you doing and now we we're like oh they'll they'll do better with zelda and they're out of the gate with pretty much skyward sword anniversary no not even skyward sword remaster up up res you know what i'm just gonna say it. the amiibo so they announced the amiibo last week <laughs> which is the most expensive amiibo um ever released for 25 dollars us not it's the, most the most expensive. expensive quick travel item in a game ever. I don't think it's the most expensive amiibo because I think the Guardian amiibo was more expensive. Nope. No. The Guardian was twenty. Really? Yep. That's even dumber because that thing was huge yes. and cool. Yep. Like the packaging was massive. Anyways, the Breath of the Wild ones were, were ones where they started to take the price up because I think they were like seventeen ninety nine a piece, and then that one in particular was twenty. Yeah, but it was a really nice one with the legs that you could adjust and everything. Yeah, so yeah. here it is. It's a beautiful amiibo of Zelda and a blue burb. Uh, Twenty five bucks. It's the only. Apparently, it's the only amiibo that's going to be compatible with Skyward Sword. Yeah, the damn Skyward Sword Link from is the not compatible. Zelda will not work with this. And. It gives you the unique functionality of teleporting between the sky and the land at any time that you tap the amiibo, and you cannot unlock that functionality in the game. What Crap, absolute trash! Certain points. That's Sorry? bullshit. It's bullshit. It's done. Well, here's the thing I don't get: is this was the first game that really got into doing the whole material collection for like upgrading your sword hmm. and your shield and stuff. Mm -hmm. Why the hell didn't they just have item drops? Because I would have been like, smart. <laughs> yeah, it would have made sense. Yeah. And then this could have been a quality of life improvement for the core game. Yeah. Yeah. So I have faith in Nintendo because I'm a blind believer that they can fix things, and but they always disappoint <laughs> me in the end anyways. They make their own problems and they try <laughs> yes. to solve them. <laughs> Just like Sony. I think E3, they're going to reveal things and they're going to make people like me who are saying bad things right now shut up. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I hope. I really hope. <laughs> It gets worse because now you have people scalping the damn amiibo. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's already sold out everywhere, and it's, like, going for $70. Yeah, <laughs> and then what they're going to do, watch. By August, they're going to say, oh, by the way, the teleportation thing, we've added it in as a free upgrade and mm -hmm. DLC. They're going to backpedal. Heard, we, we've heard your comments and concerns about right. added it. That's, that's probably the thing I hate most about about the modern age of gaming, especially now, is, like, the scalping like before it was somewhat of a nuisance mm -hmm. 
But now, anytime anything comes out that's limited quantities, it's gone before anybody even really has a chance to buy it. And then it's on Marketplace or on Damn eBay. It. Even before that's it comes out for crazy-ass prices. Did you see the uh, the thing that was all over Twitter and Kotaku with the the middle-aged men, like, bum-rushing the Walmart for Pokemon cards. Oh, my cards. God, I you saw know, that. And you know what? Everyone was fucking hating on those dudes, but, like, <laughs> that just shows you none of these motherfuckers were Beanie Baby hustlers because my <laughs> uncle used to take me. It's like he knew, like, the times of when places would have drop. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. God damn you! Um, he knew the he knew the time that they would put out the new Beanie Babies at some of the local places. So oh. he would bring me because I was like young. I was like eight or nine or something, and I was all nimble and quick, and I could just run past everyone and get to the good stuff before they could. And you know, even if they were fighting, like you know, I'd weasel my way in. Like you know, it's shits. I, here's the thing about about that: you are getting up in the morning, you're getting in your vehicle, you are. You are you are physically doing something. You're not buying something online, you know, just hoping to see it get shot. Um, you know, you're actually putting in work to that. So I don't hate that as much. I hate online scalping where you buy something online and then you sell it online and you've literally done nothing. Whereas if you're going out there, you know, you're waiting in lines, you're pushing, you're shoving people, you're shanking people. Yeah, wow. it's a little different. It's definitely different. Yeah. 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 Well, my Especially best like, friend in the '90s, like when they did the 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 reboot of the whole Star Wars figures things, like he took me with him. He knew people at like Toys R Us and stuff. So when the new drops would come of like cases of the new Star Wars figures, he'd go to the back and like talk to the guy, and they come out, and he would check to make sure that all of them were in perfect shape. I was oh, like, "What the hell man. are you doing, man?" He's <laughs> like, "I gotta get my Star Wars figures." <laughs> Yeah, especially now, like, God damn all the it. bots that just, like, auto-add to cart and then buy it, and n no, like, regular person has a chance to even purchase it online. I've been trying to buy the same video card since November, and every time it comes into stock, I mean, whether it's Best Buy, uh, even Staples, the office supply chain has them, but, I mean, they get sold out almost immediately, or, like... It says, like, on Best Buy, like, oh, uh, allocating stock, uh, wait one moment, and then it just says sold out. It's like, fuck this. This is how I kind of got, like, less materialistic. I used to collect things a lot. Like, I would, I'd love, like, going out, hunting stuff down, building collections. But I never really got into the whole, like, as soon as things got, like, started being scalped, I kind of got out of that really quick. Like, when Amiibo first started, I was like, oh, I'd love to get all of them. Oh. And then like it all that it started, right? That's like when I was really getting aware of the problem and I'm just like, you know, I don't want to compete in this market. Uh, and I just kind of like a switch went off. And I was like, I never need to buy anything. So like whenever I see something cool announced physically, I'm like, if it's available after a month, I'll buy it. Yeah. And that's part why I don't buy physical too. <laughs> just just any physical. Limited run announced uh, Double Dragon 4. Yeah, I saw you were pretty thrilled about that. I was I have literally been asking for that forever. Like even um Go! Oh! Oh! You said you you said you never oh, saw unadulterated joy before um, on this yeah. guy. Um what am I trying to say here? Oh yeah. Like even uh uh who's that guy that uh JP Switch Mania oh, him yeah. and he started like his own physical company. I was like, like the second he did it, I was like, yo, you gotta get me Double Dragon 4. And he was like, oh, we'll try to. I was like, no, you gotta do it because no one else is gonna do it. And then fucking they announced it and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That's awesome. I'm probably gonna be the only one who buys it, but whatever. I don't care. You'd be surprised. Didn't they just announce a Mega Man? Um, are they the ones oh, behind Mega yeah, Man? Wily Wars for the uh, Genesis. I feel like they're tapping into some bigger and bigger IPs lately. Yeah, they got they yeah. did Wily Wars. Um, they also have they're also doing Double Dragon Neon, which is pretty cool. Fucking oh, great game, love that game. Did that Castlevania package come out yet? Pre-orders uh, and it's uh, run until next month. Oh, because they do the it's usually like a month plus of like a mm. pre-order run where they just let people order as much as they want, and then they uh, package up and take forever to actually manufacture and ship them. Oh, that's so pricey. I'll have to think about it. Come on. You know you want to do it. I do want to do it, but I don't want to spend that money. I just bought air conditioning. Finally. <laughs> Priorities. How do you, what? What? 
What do you mean? What do you like mean? you got a, you got central air or like a window unit? Like I'm fixing my AC unit after six years. I'm finally getting AC. It's coming <laughs> you in Friday. Out AC for six years. Yeah, that's why if you watch my videos well, it, it, as I shoot sent- them in the summer, I'm sweating more. Do you do you have a house or a condo or it's an apartment? Not, it's a townhouse. So you have you central air. Yeah. Why not just get, like was it a money thing or? No, I, you know they sell like portable units and stuff. I just t- I just figured I'd tough it out. Like I never I never thought it was really that worth it for a few hot days. It was, it was, You're are you an alien? <laughs> there was a time what? humans lived on this planet before AC, sir. Yeah, it's called the Dark Ages. Re- remember, remember that hotel, Greg, in L.A. The oh, little Tokyo hotel or whatever that had no AC. That was awful. I had to peel myself <laughs> off my bed every morning. So, like, Eric, are you up? <laughs> was, that was gross. So uh, there was a big team of us from enthusiasts who were supposed to, I probably shouldn't have name drop, but there was a big team who were going to go to um, E3 a couple years back. And I was in charge of like setting up logistics for the team. And they they you, gave you booked that hotel. They gave me a asshole. very small budget. They're like, I'm like, I remember I this. I remember you showing me pictures. It was right near the place, but it was like a fucking hole in the wall. And I was like, you're gonna die there. So the artist, the shower was like, it was a shared shower too for the whole floor. Out of your room, and it was like faced like some open like alley area and that's where the shower was like outside of the hallway somewhere so i had i think 12 riders and they're like here's your budget and there was no way i could get any kind of room so i found this place it looks safe uh, but the downside was there's no ac i'm like well they're fans at least so we had fans uh but everyone got uh, two riders per room and man it was hot but so, so many great memories Oh yeah, there was it some was good. Bl- fo- there was some good food in there. There was also yeah. a lot of homeless people, and uh, <laughs> one guy was on his phone. One of the writers and a, a homeless person's like, "What was? What did he threaten him with? Like, better keep an eye on your apps or something." Oh yeah. <laughs> so what you're like, saying is, if we ever do anything with the uh, podcast for like traveling to like convention and stuff, don't let you book anything. Well, no, I'd, I'd probably put a bigger budget behind it. So you. I mean, hey, I got us that nice-ass Motel 6. That was the fucking nicest Motel 6 in the world. I forgot I went in a motel with you. That was the nicest Motel 6 I have ever been in, and I grew up poor, so whenever we go on vacations, we stayed a lot in Motel 6s. I remember one time at a Motel 6. Um, oh, boy. God damn it. <laughs> uh, like, the toilet clogged, Did and it just it? overflowed everywhere. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. It was a nice motel. There was AC. There was a pool. I was I was surprised. Hey, I know I know what I know I know the ins and outs. I was also surprised. I have to say, as much as I like to make fun of Sean, he is actually a very pleasant roommate. He's very clean. He keeps to himself. He's quiet. Showers regu- showers regularly. I shower like <laughs> twice a day. I don't know where the stigma of me stinking <laughs> comes from. I, don't I know literally either. shower. I literally because I can't function unless I shower. So I literally shower like before I work and then. Same. I'll probably work out or something. God damn you. Um, and then... Um, and he smokes outside, at night. too. Yeah, I smoke outside. I don't want to smell that shit. <laughs> and then I'll uh, I'll take a bath or a shower at night to wind down. Not even Get Leave that out! Okay, back to our Zelda. I don't what know how... The show, I mean... <laughs> well, how did we get into motels? But, um... Jason, go to sleep. I'm going to rub one out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in other Zelda news, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has announced its first DLC where you can get Link in his guardian suit. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so boring. It's so lame. Why are you, what are you doing, Nintendo? Please come with some guns next month. Okay, let's go in. They haven't really outlined. I mean, there's more stuff that's going to be in it. That's why I'm saying yeah. I'm pretty sure in. At E3, we're going to see more stuff. I'm almost positive this time that uh, Robbie and Pura are going to become playable characters oh, in the game. Oh, for sure. The models yeah. are already there, so. Yeah. For those who haven't seen it, here's the picture of the Guardian armor. It doesn't even look good. I mean, it looks okay, but it's nothing. Like, I don't want to dress like that, honestly. I thought that was unlockable in the game. I didn't even know it was going to be mm-hmm. behind a paywall. It's the hat. I don't like the hat. Mm. It's a little like too coney. It's too coney. 
as purely cosmetic because the armors don't do anything for you. Uh, in other Nintendo news, more and more evidence is pointing to Samus being in Fortnite. Uh, the latest. <laughs> I knew this. <laughs> so it's going to happen. I've been saying it since December. It's going to happen. Fuck that comic. <laughs> All right, where's the comic? Let me get the picture up. Oh, man. Bang. Where is this comic? Netflix, the lover, EA. Oh, here it is. So I don't know where. They, oh, yeah. So uh, right now they're doing like a DC thing in Fortnite. And there's a comic with a mural. Look at the. Ignore the characters in the front. Look at these designs in the mural. Don't these look like Ryu, Chen Li? And who could this be if not Samus? Like, come on. I mean, it could be anyone. <laughs> Who has balls up the, the shoulders? I'm with Sean on this one. If, if the 2D rumor, if the 2D game rumor that it's actually done is true, that's probably going to be around the time oh they'll announce God. it to go hand in hand with that. Please, please, 2D Metroid. Put Metroid in Fortnite. I'll go buy her and put Samus in Fortnite. I'll go buy her in Fortnite as well. Master Chief already had his turn. Wait. No, that doesn't look like anything like Master Chief. Oh, he looks like Master Chief. No, he's got the he, bald shoulders. Yeah, he's got shoulders like that. He does not. He does not. <laughs> You're lying to yourself. Yeah, no, there, there, there's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of Master Chiefy. Master because Chief holding his never helmet. had balls on his shoulders. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know what he does in his spare time. <laughs> Those are some big alien balls, man. Look at these shoulders. They are lean. They are sharp. They are not spherical Look, in any way two two spherical what objects right there no. i'm looking no. right at him <laughs> totally no. master chief master <laughs> what something else uh anyways uh other news get your little disappointing part on here about hollow knight we're, we're getting <laughs> we're getting to it we're getting to it so that made, that made me smile so big when i saw that <laughs> oh my god i was like yes it's okay I'm okay with it. It's going to be a really good game when it launches, and I will buy all the physical editions. Oh, dude, you like didn't physical buy physical editions. Yeah. I honestly look at my Hollow Knight. It's back there, by the way. I have the Hollow Knight Collector's Edition. Every time I look at it, I'm like, what prompted me to buy you? Like, there is nothing I like in that box besides the game, and I already have the game on all the consoles. I'm like, why did I buy this? This was the most spontaneous, useless, but like, I don't even like... It came with a, a brooch, and... It sucks. Like, it doesn't even stick on my shirt. It's tacky. It's gross. Um, I don't know. Take it off your hands. Give no, it to I, me. No, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Something just went. A sound alert just went off, but I can't see what it was. So if someone put an alert, stand by as I look up what's happening. Uh, anyways, other headlines you may have missed. Time Splitters fans rejoice. Uh, yes. Apparently, there's a new Time Splitters game coming out. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I uh, time... adore Time Splitters one or two and three. So very I good this for so long. Very good series. Rebound. Let's go. Come on. Let's fucking step on their throat and crush them. Kill them. Kill them. It's basketball you're watching, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want. I want death and murder. He's watching you want murder the world series of poker <laughs> or like a hearthstone tournament is game is exhausting me i can tell when was the last time uh a time splitters game came out i know nothing about this franchise i feel like say that too much. future yeah. perfect wow yeah is there a market for a time splitters game in 2021 it's a first person shooter i don't see why not yeah aren't and we all over those first person shooter it's not yeah. like it doesn't take itself seriously so what is its gimmick from the well, other? It's from first... the guys who made Goldeneye in the original Perfect Dark. <laughs> I don't know. Like that team. Is... <laughs> no, that team is good. The Perfect Dark Zero team is shit. Okay. Yeah, that's and that's that's why I'm still like, oh, Perfect Dark Xbox Series X. Interesting. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me to get super excited when the people. God damn it. Terrible, terrible possession. Um, when the people involved are no longer there, fuck him! Fuck him in the ass! 
That's some yeah, crazy Jay, Tourette's. If you ever get a that. chance, if you play Time Splitters two or three in particular, yeah, you will play like the first mission and immediately be like, okay, this feels just like Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, like the old ones, in a good way. Hmm. Like it's been advanced, smoother frame rate and everything, but the mission structure, the gameplay, very similar to those. What do I need to play it on? Like, what's it available? Uh, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. GameCube. And it was never remastered? No. Oh, that's a shame. Which I'd be fine if they gave us just a remaster of those two. Right. Well, if they're working on a new one, I assume they're going to put out a remaster. Yeah. Well, who... Wait, who's the publisher again? Uh... Deep Silver? Yes, Deep Deep Silver. Silver. Yeah. And I think they have done like some re-release stuff in the past so it would make sense yeah. uh other headline they get bought it by coke media or something like that or are they yeah the... yeah i'm more impressed they got the original team back as opposed to just dumping it on some no names uh other headlines you may have missed uh hollow knight silk song will not be at e3 2021 to nobody's surprise oh. you say that again uh, i didn't hear you the hollow knight silk song will not be at e3 sir it will be released after uh in july Oh, oh, man. Uh, shame. Next up, the Apple... Like, I've got games to play, guys. It's not like I've been begging and asking for this game to come out. I've just been quietly waiting. And when it's ready, it's ready. Uh, The Apple vs. Epic lawsuit has sparked Xbox Game Pass... Oh, I didn't want to cover this, but Xbox Game Pass on Switch rumors again. Um, I mean, this is this is the, the, the hollow rumor that just keeps on, on, on going. Uh, will we get Xbox Game Pass on Switch? I mean, probably eventually. It kind of makes sense. But it's not a thing until anybody announces it. Uh, EA has insisted it will not be turning Codemasters into Bullshit. another electronic Bullshit. arts studio. <laughs> they have a goddamn graveyard <laughs> behind them in terms of studios. <laughs> they really do. I'm sure, EA. Sure, whatever you say. Codemasters will not get the EA touch. I feel really bad for fans of Codemasters. Cause... Well, I mean, they're good. Like, they make some yeah, they are. racing games. Mm-hmm. I remember them for Dizzy's so Treasure used... Island. Yeah, they used to do. But, like, they did Grid, which is awesome. Dirt was really fun. The series is good. Uh, what else do they do? Let's see. I mean, they've really only done mostly racing games mm-hmm. oh they did overlord minions and dark legend and overlord 2 i like the overlord games overlord was fun oh they did turning point fall of liberty did anyone play that game no. i remember it was the first person shooter on the xbox 360 and it was so fucking bad and i bought it for like 50 cents when i worked at gamestop i probably didn't even buy it but um I had it from when I worked at GameStop. And, like, sometimes, like, me and my buddy would just be sitting there, like, on the couch, like, watching TV or something. I'd be like, yo, did you just hear the fucking news? He'd be like, no, what? I was like, dude, Liberty has fallen. And, like, that was just a joke that we would make all the time because the game was so bad. It had a cool premise. Like, it was like, um, what if Germany won World War II and you were in, like, 1940s New York City during a german invasion when they're taking over and they're putting up all their shit on it so like the premise sounded fucking awesome and then you played the game and you're like holy shit this is terrible it looks slow and clunky that's a company that seems to have like a very varied diverse history well they they're a uh, a british company i believe or at least european because they did like the dizzy games which are very Mm -hmm. popular um in europe Mm -hmm. like on like the computers and bullshit there god damn motherfucker um this podcast is rated m for mature i make sure to mark that for the audio (laughs) version great because they specifically have a clean or explicit tab whenever i go to upload it and i always mark explicit thanks for making this place explicit sean shut up don't blame me blame the knicks okay thank you come on obi come on obi oh you bum (laughs) Well, they've done nothing but F1 and dirt pretty much the last few yeah. years. Uh, what do you guys think EA is going to do with them? Murder them. Turn them into another bullshit Cash. studio. Another need for speed company to just crank out more that nobody cares about. <laughs> and then a, a live or a games for service model. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually liquidate them because that's what they do with all their companies. Yeah. Games Pond? 
Those are classics. I'm surprised that, I don't know, maybe they got some balls, you know, Respawn does, but I'm surprised they haven't pressed them for, I mean, I feel like that's like the one good studio that they have relationships with that they haven't burnt that bridge yet. Yeah, Respawn's good. Well, Uh, I think think they had some sort of, like, when that whole deal happened, Respawn is still separate from them. So EA can't really do much with them. It's kind of like... Good. God, there was another company that they... Well, Bungie did it as well. When Bungie went to Activision, they specifically had clauses in the contract so that Activision couldn't take them over and they had a chance to break off from them. Mm. I remember that. Yeah. It's the way to do it, honestly. With some of these Mm -hmm. larger companies, gotta protect yourself. Especially if you get in bed with someone like Activision or EA. Yeah. I think we got to bring Sean to like a live NBA game one day. Just see what he's like in the crowd. I'm terrible. I remember I was at a a Charlotte Hornets game. Um, They might have been the Bobcats still at the time, but it was Steph Curry's uh, rookie season or second season. And Steph Curry went to a small college um, in North Carolina. So he's playing for Golden State, who is uh, who the Hornets Bobcats were playing. And the row of people in front of us were all Steph Curry fans, and I lost my shit on them. I remember it was me, my buddy Rob, and my dad. My dad came into town and took us, and I was like, are you at a fucking Bobcats game? Are you at a fucking Gold State game? Shut the fuck up with this Gold State Like I went all, it was bad. Pissed me off. Wow. Fuck you. Sir, okay, will you to... calm down? The no. kids are only five and six years old. You're, you're I would just be like support. eating the popcorn like slowly. To support the the team, not some player who happened to play at who went to a college nearby. Wow, that's cool. Like, no, get out of here. They can go there Woo! for whatever reason they want. And so can I. Yes, it's a free country. Isn't that the whole point? Uh, next up, Devolver Digital is reportedly going public with an IPO at around one billion pounds. Of bullshit. No, a billion British pounds. <laughs> I believe it. Good for them. I mean, they've been a smaller publisher for quite a while. It's kind of, I think, telling of, uh, if you look more into the bit. So a lot of these larger public companies have been sucking up more and more indie studios this way. Devolver, I think, is the biggest or the one that stands out as the one that kind of started from small and made their way big. But mm-hmm. it's a strategy we're seeing more and more and... I don't know if that means better games for us or, or if it means anything for us. But I think hey. Devolver is still kind of a niche company, though, because when you look at their games, you know, they're not really big. Oh, so J- Jason, IPO is basically they're going to be listed on the stock market. So you can be a investor of Devolver Digital. Yeah. Once like, they... I'm not... Oh, God. And an IPO at a billion just means the company is valued at a billion pounds. So depending on how many shares they get, that's how much a share will be. So if they have two shares, well, that's 500 million pounds a share, which it would never be that. So you can be an owner of Devolver Digital, potentially, if they I do mean, this. good for them. I like seeing these smaller publishers because that's what we used to have back in the day, and that's why we had so many different games. Now we've only got like a couple monolith third parties that control everything that's outside a, of the indies. That's a good point. You know, we've always said indies is where the diversity is at. So if those things get more of a voice, those things, those companies get more of a voice and it's no longer indie, it's just more publishers uh, and more of a diversification of the field. I agree with you. People are playing it. used to get a lot of those, like you had your indie, you had your big triple A, and then you had those like B tier titles in the middle where, you know, they released them for like 40 bucks or something, but that's where you got a lot of franchises that are now held in high regard. Yeah, I miss I miss I miss the middle. I call them middleware games. Yeah. I miss middleware. They did put out uh, Katana Zero, Ryan. Um, like the... that was probably their biggest game. No, Katana what? Zero. Okay, well, go on. What else has Devolver done that's bigger? I'm thinking. Critical appeal, sale what appeal. What God, about... you fucking white bastard! What about the banana? That's stupid there. European ape out. The Pedro, uh, about, my friend, yeah, that, was, that was Pedro or whatever. My friend Pedro was pretty. Big my friend too. Pedro was not bigger than Katana Zero. Uh, was it? Was Enter? Carry on. 
because oh, I carry on. that game. Carry yeah. on was uh, okay, game. Carry On is probably their biggest. Didn't they, make, didn't they make uh, Gungeon or publish Enter the Gungeon? I think so. Yeah, they, they've had... like they, they built their reputation on a game before Katana Zero. Oh, they have Serious Sam? Oh, I didn't say they hadn't. Messenger, that's another one. But yeah, the thing is, the Serious Sam series. Yeah, they published a lot, but they didn't necessarily develop. I don't think they actually develop anything, do they? Uh, I think they provide support, but I don't think they do much development on their end. They're mainly a publisher. Yeah, yeah. They, but I find them interesting just because I mean they're a publisher, but they're essentially the middleman, and they always choose like these weird, obscure. Mm-hmm. titles to put out and yeah some of them do well and some of them don't but like I mean I don't know like even for uh, my friend Pedro is getting made into like a, a CG animated oh really yeah I uh, I don't know if it's a series but I only I only found out about that because I was looking at the uh, what's it um, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness hmm the oh yeah, series the, coming the to Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, the same the same studio that's working on that is working on uh, this other one. You know, or, it's uh, my friend Pedro. What's interesting from a business standpoint is traditionally the publishers hold all the cards. If a, if you if you did not have a publisher, you could not make a game. You could not develop a game. And this is what happened in the early two thousands is when um, all the platforms became more accessible. All the tools on the platforms became more accessible. Developers were able to bypass publishers and go at it themselves, which is what created this uh, inundation of indie games. And publishers became less and less relevant. But now, as there are so many indie games being released every week, publishers are like coming back into the picture of being uh, monetary support, advertising support, and like when you start allying yourself with a publisher that your game like aligns with their brand, like it starts having a fit. But it's a whole different dynamic where it's not, "Hey, publisher, will you please like approve my game?" It's, "Hey, publisher, I think my game fits your family of games. Let's launch it together and profit." Yeah. Oh, so they I absolutely love their takedown of the whole e3 and industry stuff when they do their little directs yeah they're hysterical the way they just think, rip into how stupid the whole event is i think they're announcing four games this year oh yeah uh, during e3 yeah they, they've really nailed their brand to like stand out and just be completely un- unapologetic uh, and other headlines you may have missed uh, netflix is reportedly eager to expand into video games so now you can game and chill soon potentially we i could see um, it happening and i could see it flopping i don't think netflix will well they did that one game the The stranger things one Uh, oh yeah that i didn't even think of that one um they also did um whatchamacallit what was the stupid game based on the netflix show um the blind one where you like you pick choices wizards had like wizards and shit Oh, the one for uh, from uh, Del Toro. Uh, um, Dark Crystal. The Dark that. Crystal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I was thinking of the other one that they do with them. But this sounds like Netflix doesn't necessarily want to publish games or develop games, but use its platform as serving games. No, I think it's more they want to expand their IP into the game. Yeah, game. I think because so. you got to look at them. They have a, a ton of IPs now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if it's an IP, that would make a lot more sense. I just wonder if it's going to be more stuff like that Bandersnatch, the uh, Black... That's what I was thinking, yeah. Black Mirror. No, I mean, that's more of like... That's more like DVD function, just selecting like yes or no questions. Yeah, but I think they're working on another interactive one like that. Hmm. Speaking of DVDs, did you know that you could save your Wii U games to DVDs, including your digital games? Did you know? Uh, I actually watched it. It's really impressive. You have to use specifically DVD RAM disc. I but... had no idea this was a thing. And I'll pull yeah. up the video because it's worth... Well, we're not going to watch it all. But basically, you take a DVD rewritable uh, drive, plug it to your Wii U. The Wii U will format the disc, and you can save your digital games to a DVD. As I said, you specifically ha- you can't use a DVD... R or DVD RW has to be a DVD RAM, right? Because basically the Wii U formats it, but 
once it's done, you can back up your eShop titles on there. But then you can't you can't put the disc in the Wii U to play. You'll always need to use this external right. hard drive or external disk drive. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean it's better than nothing. God damn you. Honestly, like a disk drive like this is what now, like twenty, thirty bucks? Oh yeah, they're cheap. So it's super and cheap. Just, the discs are a little bit more expensive because they're a specialized disc, but even so it's it's a good way to back up your eShop titles for when they inevitably shut that down. I'm actually curious how much a DVD RAM costs. So blank DVD RAMs on Amazon, you can get, oh, that's expensive. Yeah, they're more expensive than a standard disc. You get three for 50 bucks. You yeah, you're looking at, no, I'm looking that. at, I'm looking at three for 876, right, almost yeah. five gigs. Go with those ones. You could probably buy a bulk from like a, uh, uh, a warehouse or something. Yeah, here's a three pack for nine bucks. Okay. Come on, Jason. That, that's better. <laughs> Jason, this is why I don't. I gotta, I gotta take a whiz. Whiz, whiz away. All that stress and excitement, eh? Oh, I drink a big thing of <laughs> drink too. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay. In other uh, news, you might have missed. We've got the Falconeer Warrior Edition takes flight on PlayStation and Switch this summer. Um, was there something you like specifically of this game worth uh, mentioning? Well, uh, it's also getting a physical release, which I thought was cool. Okay. It's a smaller indie style title because it's all developed by one guy. Oh, really? It yes. looks super cool. I like the whole yeah. air aspect. I think Wire Productions, and they're a stand that's going to get a standard physical release. It was, I think, a launch title for the Xbox One back in the day, but they've since, you know, he's polished it up more. Mm-hmm. And it got pretty solid reviews, so. I mean, between it being developed by one guy, it's getting a physical release. Um, it's going to run 60 FPS on the Switch. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, even in handheld. I've actually seen footage of it running in handheld at the 60 FPS, and it's really smooth. If you've got the, uh, the new Xbox, it'll do uh, 120 frames per second. Damn. Talking about the Falconeer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Have you played it? No. I might check it out on the Switch, though, but I don't know. Yeah, it looks interesting. Uh, okay, last few. We have um, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom is coming to Switch, if you are interested yep. in a new JRPG. And also, Cruise and Blast could be coming to <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Oh, that. I haven't seen Cruise in ages. Cruise on, yeah! USA! When are God, they going to hire USA you? back on the N64. Yeah. Uh, other exciting things. There's an ingested animated movie in the works at Warner Brothers. If anybody's interested in Injustice, and uh, reminder that I think Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday. There is a Monster Hunter Rise digital event. I feel like they're doing too many of those. Yeah, one a month. I mean, I mean, what's the point? New. Yeah! Con- it's, whoa, whoa! It's a whole whoa, 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 whoa. content dump. I mean, just drop a trailer <laughs> at this point. Well, they did. They just dropped the new trailer for uh, Stories Two. So uh, the same day that they announced that Stories so, Two, they're, they're selling too hard. I think they're selling Stories Two too hard. I just want to see if it'll be successful because the first one wasn't. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Now it's actually the first got, one? Well, that was tail end of the. That was in the death yeah. days of the 3ds. So. I and wonder it, if that game sold better than Samus Returns. It did Let's not. Find it out. did not. 140,000 copies. Yeah. I was going to say Samus oh, Returns about half a million. Fuck. Holy shit. Top I'm surprised selling, they didn't do another one. The top selling title of the week of October 3rd through 9th. So it was top of the list for a week. Yay. But also, this was before Monster Hunter went mainstream with World. So it's yes. a very different. This was back in 2016. So I think this will do a solid one dra- to two million. The uh, Dragon Quest event Wednesday too. Yep. Oh, did they talk? Did they mention what they're going to announce there? No, but they did say it's going to get uh, simulcast. It's going to have an English translation. So hmm. there's obviously something that's worldwide that they want people to know about. Interesting. And I believe with that, that is all of the major headlines. 
that I have chosen from Tron's list. Uh, well, you hit this, almost everything, so. Yeah, there's like two I didn't mention. Yeah. Tony Hawk might be happening. Another Tony Hawk game. But Third I mean, one? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows if it's they meant Activision. to be one on we'll the We'll see how they screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we have some time for the lightning round. That's where we take your questions, your topics, your comments, anything. Pew, pew, pew. Send it over. And we will gladly answer. See, it's kind of like a carnival game. See if you can get RGT mad. Win a prize. I'll so let's do a rip on the Knicks right now. So, fuck the Knicks. <laughs> Wait, have you always been for the Knicks? Yeah, Knicks and Hornets. Okay, Hornets. I remember you being a fan of. What do you guys think uh, if Koei does Mario Warriors? I'd buy it. I would like that. Yeah. I'm on board. I would love to swing a hammer and just smash like 100 Goombas at once. Yeah. With the sound effects of 100 Goombas? Like, oh. Oh, it's probably so satisfying. Yes. <laughs> I'm Wait. more interested in just all the playable characters you have because Bowser would be sweet as hell. Oh, yeah. Maybe get a chance to bring back some old school like Gino from uh, Mario no, RPG. stop it. So he'll never some, be like... back. <laughs> They could do some cool stuff though. Like, I mean, you could have like different Mario skins from each generation. You could have a Paper Mario skin. There's so much you could do. So much. You're back to Mary. Or could you imagine if you hit the Koopas and then they just start all bouncing everywhere? I mean, that they oh would never God, do man. that, but that'd be crazy. <laughs> and then you could get Honestly. in like a car and like start killing people with the car. I'll throw Ooh. out another one. I. I wouldn't mind a Kid Icarus Warriors. Well, that would never happen. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough <laughs> two characters. characters. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you play uh, Uprising, there's a crap ton of characters in there. Okay, four. True, but <laughs> honestly, I still can't. I do not understand why that wasn't a crossover or DLC or something for Immortals. I, I'll I'll never understand it either. Yeah. Also, it should have been like Starlink. Yeah. Where you had Star Fox. Yeah, you had Star Fox. You had Mario and the Rabbids. Like Ubisoft, yeah. they probably would have done it in a heartbeat, but I don't know why Nintendo just didn't offer it. Well, they can't hit them all, right? Maybe they just don't see all the opportunities. Yeah, but they could have just added it as a free DLC after the fact. I would love to see the, the gods and characters of the Kid Icarus world interact with the ones from Immortals, like having arguments and stuff. So I, I just remember they would have done something else with with the IP. Period. Yeah, I remember when they saw when Nintendo saw Starfield Ubisoft's game at E3. That's what got them excited. They were, they got excited about the game and like, oh, put Star Fox in here. So it's very possible. Star Nintendo, Link, not Starfield. Sorry, Star Link. So it's yeah. very possible Nintendo saw Phoenix and was like, no. It's a good <laughs> game. I think it it's got, a good it game. Reviewed, it reviewed good. It, I mean, it sold well. It's. They've just said today that it's like an evergreen title on the Switch in particular. Oh, really? It, it's been continuously selling well on there. It's a good game. And even the DLC is pretty solid. Like it gives you more of the good stuff with different skins. So it could, they could do it. Maybe that's an E3 surprise. Probably not. Especially if uh, it's an Resident, evergreen. Resident Anything Evil 9 ideas <laughs> is what someone is asking. Uh, it's kind of hard to talk about that without talking spoilers. For, for Resident Evil 8. True. Correct. So, Did you beat it yet? No, I made some progress on it, okay. though. I'm about, I think, a little bit more than halfway now. Do the games but, actually um, go into each other? Yeah. There's stuff that carries over between. Uh, them, se- yeah. 7, 8, not Yeah, a lot. 7, 8, 9 are, are kind of like a new trilogy. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of like how 4, 5, and 6 kind of, there's some loose stuff that carries between them. What which console has better exclusives for each generation? Is this what even? You... I mean, is this a serious question? <laughs> yeah. Which console? I would, personally, I would say Nintendo usually has the best, and Sony second. And Microsoft Sh- is a distant. Shall third. we go generation by generation? I, oh, I would yes. <laughs> honestly, you could probably put Sega ahead of Microsoft. Oh yeah. Hell, I in some cases I'd put Sega ahead of Sony. <laughs> Well, they're saying what consoles, so that's has better exclusives for each generation. So, like, I think it only really starts at SNES and Sega, or SNES and Sega. 
Well, NES and Master System, and then you also had the Turbo Graphics in there. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, that you competes. could argue you could argue the Saturn had better exclusives than the Genesis, even though there wasn't a proper Sonic game. When you look at the variety, yeah, I would agree of, with that of games like gun shooters, uh, racing games, fighting games, arcade games, um, you know, stuff like that. You, you know, it depends on how much you love Sonic, but. Yeah. The SNES really, like, push... I hate saying that so much out loud. But they push, like, all of the Nintendo IPs, I think, to the forefront of how we know them today. Like, yes. I, so if you're into the Nintendo IPs, the SNES, I'm going to say it like, that way, uh, the N64 era was not, like... Although that was all exclusives, too. N64 had really light number of titles, but it had real heavy hitters when it came to, like, their exclusives. Right. Yeah. So I would give it 1064. Then the PS2 out of that generation. It took a while for PS2 to actually get some solid exclusives. But once it did, it was... Yeah, it was on it fire. Was... It had all the Final Fantasy, so I'm biased. Uh, then I think the... Th- so what is it? 360 Wii or PS3? It's kind of tough. I've only really had the Wii and the PS3, and I preferred the Wii exclusives. It's pretty evenly spread across all, all of them, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I can think of hot ones for each one of them. I mean, you had Gears, Halo 3, you had Metal Gear Solid 4, Uncharted on PS3, you had Galaxy, um, Metroid 3 on Wii, so, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And then I'd pick PS4. And then I don't know after that. Keep on playing indie. Yeah. Uh, Nope. Any of you revisited Cyberpunk? Hell no. Fuck. (laughs) No, thank you. It's been months since I booted it back up again. I have not even gone it yet. (laughs) I'm a little bit curious. N64 was mostly sports. Really? Uh, I never uh, associated to that. It was mostly racing. That system was flooded with racing games. It is. I did a top racing list, and everything was like just racing everywhere. Yeah. Hey, apparently Cyberpunk sold really well, though. So. Well, of yeah. Course, because of all the hype and crap. Yeah. Well, marketing and works. the yellow chair people telling yeah. you, "I played it. It's good." But I will argue that it's going to have an uphill struggle with sequel. Because people oh. are going to be far more cautious. A- next anything CD Projekt Red now is in trouble. Even the Witcher 4, whenever they do it, they, they got to mind their P's and Q's because yeah. they're on a redemption arc. Come on, Julius. Well, that's they what they're probably... A lot of goodwill. They're probably going to go Witcher to get oh, the goodwill. God, yes. Because that's like an IP that's so strong. And then they'll come back to Cyberpunk or whatever else they want. Well, they still have the... The mobile cyberpunk thing. I mean, the mobile um, online. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That's supposedly still coming. We'll see. <laughs> I think those are all the questions. Uh, anything good coming out this week, asked Timothy. Anything good coming out this like week? Like game-wise? Game-wise, <laughs> yes. I would... Monst- um, Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Yeah. Man Eater comes out on Switch. I think it's on sale for like 33 on Amazon right now because I bought it. Did any of you play the Koei strategy on Fire? The which one? Uh, no. Aerobiz or Gemfire. I did not. Or Anso but... Three Kingdom. They're, they're too heady for way oh. too like just text. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, we're go- we're gonna get into digital uh, event season, which will be fun. Someone asked if I was streaming the Monster Hunter Rise event. If I can, I will, um, but I don't know yet. So keep an eye on the HeyJ Discord to know if it will. You can join it by dis- going to discord.gg/heyjofficial. And that takes us to the end of this week's Class vs. Crass Gaming Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining. Before we sign off, what's happening in your world, Greg, this week? Um, well, <laughs> not quite that. <laughs> and it's okay if you don't know. I've been out uh, hunting some more retro stuff as of lately. 
uh, picked up a few games this past week. Crash Bash on PS1. Um, I found Wind Waker at a garage sale for a good price. 60 bucks. Um, GameCube one or the... Yeah, for GameCube. Oh. I was going to say, it's kind of hard to go back to that one after you... Yeah, the Wii U's where yeah. But yeah, I've been trying to get back into picking up retro stuff just because, I mean, you know, just like the whole scalping thing, it's been pretty yuck. And so I've been uh, posting those on on social media and stuff and, and talking about them some more. But um, yeah, if you find me on TikTok at Dynamite Giraffe, uh, Instagram, Dynamite underscore Giraffe, um, I'm going to post some of the other pickups there and, and talk about them a little bit more. Links are down below for anyone for you. How about you, Sean? What are you working on this week? You don't know? Uh, uh, Hot tub? Gotcha. Tron, anything fun in your world? Uh, I'll be converting this to the audio podcast uh, tomorrow. Beyond that, if you want to stay up on the clips, my Twitter at Treon's Realm. That's where I... uh, that i'm also like greg been doing a lot of older retro i'm just continuing to dig through all right and as for me lots of monster hunter well monster hunter rise on tuesdays on twitch.tv slash hg official monster hunter world i'm now in the end game thursday i have a stupid monkey to fight that keeps killing me and <laughs> digital event probably wednesday and there should be a journal coming out tomorrow recapping my struggles with the monkey so um when's the switch back to uh soon game i'll be making um, an announcement probably uh, within a month is when what's I'm gonna... that title gonna be i don't know yet oh, uh okay. <laughs> i will i will be trying dark souls for one stream but i'm not committing to playing through it yet Ooh. i'm going to try it before i commit to any craziness <laughs> i think you should take on resident evil uh, I do want to take on Resident Evil as well eventually. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. I don't think you would like the gameplay. I think you would like the story, though. Hmm. You should you should go uh, real retro. Honestly, one of the best versions of the original. Go with uh, the Deadly Silence. Yes. Yes. Great version of the game. Yes. I will consider all of these options, and I'll let you know in a few <laughs> weeks what I decide to do. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Until next time, keep it classy, or as... Sean would say. European piece of fucking shit. Wow. <laughs> That's what you're going to say to our European audience. Oh, I love you, Europeans, except if your name is Bogdanovich. Or as Sean would say. Keep it grassy. Or as the other two guys would say. Oh, a little uh, bit of both. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>